2: Howdy, folks! Welcome to the football ramble. Alan Sam Maximan lit up St James's Park, but Ralph wasn't happy. It's Tuesday, twenty eighth of December. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell, and I'm Hunter Raja. Welcome, everybody. It's the Tuesday after Christmas. Oh, we've been here before. My goodness, it feels good. Unless, of course, you're a Manchester United or England cricket fan, Vish.
3: Yeah, it, it's, it wasn't a great Monday evening to be you. me. Yeah, yeah. And, and I felt that. I don't no. really think it's generally good to be me in, any, in, in many situations. That is, that but, is um, not
2: true at all. You're a fine man with great biceps <laughs> Is that how sure. you like to be described, Vish? Fine. I know Vish yeah, well; fine. No, 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 Jim. You've done me a disservice <laughs> as well as Vish there, because when someone yeah. it, when when I when I say "fine" with gusto like that and uh, and and create such a sentence, you know what I mean. It's not just near fine. It's he's a fine man. Not he's fine. you say it in the way Cisco might say it. <laughs> fine. Uh, I think that the less said about Cisco, the better. Disagree, um, but whatever. and that is the point we always disagree on Uh, but Vish you were uh, putting yourself down
3: yes I was yeah please let me do that at least Um, (laughs) no yeah it was um, it was pretty dire while watching the the Manchester United Newcastle game I was like okay this is this is this is pretty shit yeah, this yeah. is pretty shit. At least you got and a then, point, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then half an hour later, I was like, well. actually, no, this is worse. <laughs> this, is, this is worse. Oh, so, bloody hell! Um, I mean, yeah. Does it sense. feel
0: like a point one in the circumstances? Seems a ridiculous thing to be saying. Yeah. But-
3: I I I I do think that I know sorry we basically started to talk talking about it without actually talking about it but um <laughs> I don't yeah, you, did a little bit
2: Yeah well, I, well you've taken a draw in the ashes certainly <laughs> uh, but uh but yes Newcastle obviously uh, drew one or with Manchester United at St James's Park last night And it's the first game without Sports Direct branding at the stadium and you could feel that uh, that lifted the crowd quite a bit Jim Yeah I mean genuinely um <laughs>
0: It's like it's almost like they've had a dunce's hat <coughs> taken off them in a way, isn't it? It must be genuinely such a relief to just get all sign of that horrible era out of the club. I'm su- I'm really surprised it's taken this long, as we've discussed before. But um, it's a really you know,
2: I think um, actually blue tacked them down quite hard. Yes, quite. Mm. Um, will they? But, will, he mean, get,
3: will he get his deposit back? Because if you take that off, it strips on the paint won't you? Yeah,
0: he pr- uh, probably not. Let's hope not. um <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it was a really, really good performance from Newcastle, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's starting to pick up under Eddie Howe. Yeah, they're still not, you know, they've still only got the, the one win,
2: but it, it was a really, really well, strange is, game. This is the funny thing um, about the old soccer ball gym because we say uh, since Howe's come along, Newcastle have picked it up. They have. Uh, they are, are are sort of. Uh, the, the, the vibe around the club is certainly a hell of a lot better than than it has been, of course, with now with the Sports Direct guy going and all that sort of stuff. It was a better performance, et cetera, et cetera. Yet the fact remains is they are one point, one solitary point above Norwich City yeah. in 19th. Norwich have a game in hand. Burnley, who are on the same points as them, and now have four games in hand. Watford, who are two points ahead of them, have three games in hand. So... it. it that's what football do to you. Uh, absolutely. Because I agree with you and I don't want to put the dampers on, on Newcastle because there is, they, they, they certainly, it, w- it wouldn't shock you if they survived this season. But the <laughs> fact of the matter is they are in a huge relegation scrap and and statistically it looks, it's quite damning at the moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But also I think what's what's, must be frustrating about it as well is that it feels like a platform to build on because it's a decent result against against a, a decent team even if you know you probably should have gone on to win the game mm. but but it, but it is only a point isn't it so no. it's uh, it's again it's more of a sort of uh, more of a hint of better things to come rather than actually too tangibly a positive thing I mean Vish what did you what did you think of Man United it was it was a very very listless display from them I thought
2: well, Jim, I would like to say that you just called Manchester United a decent team. I want to get <laughs> vicious views on that.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I'll take that right now. Um, yeah, you're right. It's um, I, I, you watching it last night. I was, you know, I was tempering all my frustration at United by by being quite surprised at how good Newcastle were. I thought they were impressively energetic, which I know is a bit of a Pat on the head for you know a professional football team to say that they had energy and they ran around a bit, but they did. They seemed to do it in a constructive way. They seemed to totally hound, you know, United's midfield in particular. They had a man advantage. They used it very well. Um, John I know, Marcus, you would have loved to see you know seeing him burst through the middle. It did wow. feel like there was so much space for them to exploit, which they which they did very well. He's
2: aware there's a World Cup coming up, that's all I'm (laughs) saying. That John-Joe Linton partnership
0: is is really something special coming together there, isn't it? Something we could have all predicted, I think. No, exactly. of course,
3: of course, yeah. You know, when I saw Joe Linton in midfield, I thought, oh, no... Well, whatever will we do?
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> little, little did we know, Vish. He's the new Alan Smith. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he was,
0: he, he was sensational
2: last night. He really he was, was,
3: he was, and and it was. Um, so I was watching, I was watching this with a met man from America, and he was like, "God, that player's pretty good." And I was like, "Oh, this is really cool." Like my met's into football, but he doesn't watch a lot of Newcastle. But yes. I was like, "Oh, you, you have." you have no kind of previous feeling towards Joe Linton and yeah. you're just seeing him for what he is right now. But Fish, what
2: about, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, I forget his surname, Patrick, the the, the Sky Sports News <laughs> reporter uh, who interviewed him after the game and literally said, oh, Joe Linton, I, I have to be honest, I didn't realise you were that good. Why does he need to say that? I feel oh, yeah. like it's poor, isn't it? I, I, well, and and um you know, the lad Longstaff said. I just think some of the comments that he's had is an absolute disgrace. We all know he's a, he's a great player and blah blah blah. And actually, kind of said what he wanted to say, but said it in a reasonably well. He didn't say it in a direct way at uh, at you know uh, the the interviewer there. But I can't believe he said. No, yeah,
3: yeah, there's got to be a better way to phrase that as well. Bear in mind that you're speaking to someone in their in their second language, you know. Don't, and like, there's this weird thing now at the moment, isn't there, where um, reporters, touchline reporters in particular, seem to want to insert themselves into. Yeah, but he's not like that, though,
2: moment. which I expect that from Shreves. But yeah, uh, yeah. anyway, we all we'll drop the ball every now and then. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And I suppose the, it shouldn't detract from. From Newcastle's general performance, sure. but on on um, just quickly to go back on the on the Manchester United side, I do think it's interesting that at the moment beyond like there's a lot of talk about the honeymoon period being over for Ralph Rangnick, and and I suppose anyone seeing it as a honeymoon period had kind of missed the point because the reason he's in place is because United are a dysfunctional side. I think we saw more of that yesterday. Yeah. But the interesting challenge though going forward will be that for his four two 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 system. You're playing two players who who were seen as influential United players in Bruno Fernandes and um, Marcus Rashford out of position to a degree, um, and it'll be interesting to see going forward what what he he makes do with the lineup because you know United playing Burnley on you know in a couple of days' time, Fidelis is suspended for that for um, picking up a yellow card yesterday, <clears throat> so that's an opportunity for someone to come in and. Mm. And and kind of take his place, which is weird to think, given how influential Fernandez has been.
2: Is it time for, for Donny Van der Beek? Is that what stuff? you're saying? Well, yeah, genuinely, yeah, like it absolutely is. But I, but when you're mentioning the four-two-two-two, I, I I love it. Like that's the narrative now. It's not so much yeah. on the pressing. It's whatever because Ralph Rangnick's come in as this sort of um, godfather of modern German football and tactics and so on. So whatever he does, it's kind of like oh he made a sub in the 66th minute. Yeah, is he going to do that yeah. every game? What, what's happening? Yeah. But but Ralph himself, Jim, when he, on his team's performance, he said, I did not like it at all. Yeah, I mean, it was put to him with like,
0: essentially, did you like that? Which is again, like the, the Touchline reporters have had a, had a really weird one, especially because I want to touch slightly again on the, on the um, <clears throat> Joe Linton one. For anyone that missed it, Sean Longstaff and Joe Linton were doing the interview and the Touchline interviewer, just spoke to Sean Longstaff about Joe Linton while he was stood there it was very
2: bizarre they were all mm. absolutely on one yes well but-, but that that sometimes happens in a in a positive way if if they'll turn to him and and, and you'll see them say sort of like uh, you know blimey he's a, you know he's a great player he scored a lot of goals hasn't he you know so so that that can yeah. happen but in the manner of which the interview um started <clears throat> it did seem quite strange but Longstaff got kind of held his ground and uh, as i say Pushed back a bit against that and stuck up for his teammate, which was which was good to yeah. see. But but Ragnick, um, he spoke about just not having control, and I think a manager like they like that's why you have the press. That's why you have all these sort of um, different sort of uh, styles of play. And uh, what he wants to do is he wants his team to impose themselves on the opposition, and they didn't really do that at all
0: yesterday. No, I think that's I think that's fair, and that's um, again is a worry, isn't it? Because in, in there's getting used to a new system and there's just being a bit sort of like haphazard. And Gary Neville's comments were interesting and I think pretty justified as well, the whole thing about them being a, a team of whingers, which, you know, might be a little bit... Did you not say whinge bags? Whinge bags, that's right, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. When yeah, does a whinger really... become an actual bag that has the okay, capacity yeah. to carry other whingers? I think it's when you become at full winge markers. <laughs> when you, you are you are now just a vessel for the whinging see. Um, rather than someone engaging in a whinge. Right. But I think yeah it just it looked a bit loose didn't it you would think under a new manager um that they would be trying a bit harder but it, the squad is a bit uh, it seems a bit of a strange kind of combination at the moment doesn't it which is which i feel weird saying that cuz at the start of the season i remember looking mm-hmm. at that team thinking you know what if this all gels it could really really be something but it appears that no one seems able to make it gel yet and it's still relatively early days for reignick obviously what it's like it's, it's only a few games, really, isn't it? So it's, it's perhaps a little bit dramatic. But No, you, it, you're you right You need somebody say.
3: who knows the club. You need <laughs> someone who knows the club.
2: I totally agree, Jim. I totally Steve, agree. Get Stevie Bruce in there. Um, yeah. but no, you're right. I, but it is interesting. We could be very quick and knee-jerky because it wasn't that long ago when I was saying, you know, I actually think this seems quite a good decision by Manchester United to do this. Now, of course, in football, it's not an exact science just because uh you know they could end up with Pochettino and that could fail as well you know again yeah but but i think you give yourself the best of chances. but people whatever my thoughts are people will start to look at this and if it doesn't go right they'll say okay fine you can get him in as sporting director or or whatever rangnick's title would be uh and 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 and, and he can do that kind of thing which he's used to but on paper you know not managed much in in especially in the top flight in the last what is it 10 15 years or something like that in germany They'll say, well, why give him this season? It seems this is odd little experiment so he can have a little tinker and try and get the team set up and then move upstairs and then hopefully someone comes in. If it if it goes according to plan, it'll see, be seen as a mass And if it doesn't, people go, well, what the bloody hell was that about? Now, such is the way in football, fish. But uh, I, I, the, the, these next few ga- they're going to have to improve because otherwise the whinge bags will... You know, not the whinge bags. Gary Neville will go on and on about, you know, calling them that and so on. And uh, and we want to appease Mr. Neville, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, no, no, of course. Of course. Um, I like Jim's, Jim's suggestion that a whinge bag, or maybe it was yours, the whinge bag winch bags carry other winchers
2: <laughs> stuff them all into the <laughs> winch bag yeah
3: like you've, got to bring, you've got to take your own to the you know the, the Waitrose equivalent of the wind shop
2: because, yes exactly you know, yeah you can't use the plastic ones well because um, Gary Neville never winches himself does he no, <laughs> no, no not. not at
3: all not at all um, yeah you're right it, it is quite a big win for them especially given the, te- the former teams who, who are around them really I know we, we spoke about two of them yesterday in Arsenal and Spurs you know they're they're going through a bit of a, well, a considerable upturn at the moment. And it feels like Manchester United can't afford to, you know, while there's obviously going to be some, you know, learning on the job and, um, you know, getting used to, to what Ralph wants and the, the kind of football he wants to play. Um, yeah, they they kind of need to do that while winning games. Mm. And yesterday, I I, th- I think yesterday also was a credit to, st james's park really because the atmosphere was was incredible it was you know I, I obviously wasn't at the game but it's one of those games where it really came through on tv and there was a real sense that you know rafael ran had a had a very poor game looked very mm-hmm. rusty in his comeback um and there was a moment where he was, he was being in the second half when he was being hounded in the uh in the corner you know on his own uh, like uh you know in his half
2: yeah
3: and I can't remember who the defender was. or oh, sorry, who the Newcastle player was who was closing him down. But it felt like the fans on the side were also closing <laughs> him down. It felt really claustrophobic, <laughs> and it was. I suppose it's a credit to the Newcastle fans who, um, you know, the, the 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 noise they made at the end of the game. Yeah, spoke to me. I, I, and I know we can't necessarily go off this in terms of Newcastle's chances of survival, but I really did get a sense that it's going to be and and what as it was last night, a really intimidating place. To play, and That's, I think before it's been quite you know you can really sense the frustration there and prey on that this this felt a bit different
2: well it's been, yeah, and it's been years that, that they had under Ashley, of course you know th- yeah. one could forget just yeah. how long it was, and that just even though they you know we know what a partisan a passionate crowd they are up at st james's park that it does take its toll, and it is great to see the place rocking again and yeah and 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 yes I, you know as I say statistically they're in a very very poor place. You know, where they are in the league and, and, and as we said earlier but but those fans they, they they love that team dearly and you know it's the epitome of getting behind the team because those players will come off the end of the uh, at the pitch at the end of that game thinking bloody hell you know we, we got a point there against a superior side but the crowd was so encouraging and that's what that's what you need. You know, they're disappointed they didn't win the game. But Jim, when you've got a player like Alan Sam Maximam, who is one of the most entertaining players in the yeah. league, so you could fun. argue, every so time he fun. gets the ball, the body shape, the touch, the shimmy, every, every time you get it, you think, oh, he's, you're on the edge of your seat. And, and fans yeah. everywhere love that. He scored a great goal, of course. Might have had a second... Did come quickly to him, he'd be maybe disappointed, but what a player he is. Yeah, absolutely. Because, as well, it's it, and that feeds
0: into what you're talking, talking about about that the crowd getting up as well. When you have a player like St. Maximan, every moment he's on the ball, and as you say, you get those players getting out of that seat, it's like it charges the energy bar of the crowd. Do you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, because you just like there is that sense that something brilliant is going to happen. Obviously, something brilliant did happen. Really, on early on, what a, what a satisfying goal as well, hitting it with the outside of his boot like that. Just just with with men around him as well. It's absolutely fantastic. And and as you say, like it's the first time in a long, long time that the crowd has has been an advantage to that degree. Now, I know that nuance isn't a popular thing in football, but I think it's important to note that you can you, you can you know not enjoy the nature of the takeover with newcastle um and and who, who the new owners are but also allow newcastle fans their relief at no longer being owned mm-hmm. by mike ashley um because that's what it brings back, isn't it? It brings back that sense of hope, that sense of optimism, that sense of like, you know, the whole kind of here we go again narrative is yeah. is is just gone now. And who knows what that will be replaced by. But um that is going to be a huge, huge advantage to them, as you say, Marcus, if they can if they can keep that feeling, if mm-hmm. they can like, you know, at the start of games, really start believing, you know what, we might turn this around here. It, it's it's gonna be massive for them. It's yeah. such an enjoyably unique situation to watch. Yeah, because I, I can't think of any
2: equivalent like it in football ever. Really, uh-huh. it's a shame that Callum Wilson got injured and, and could face months out, which is uh, a, a yeah, really big huge. shame. Really big shame. Um, they, they um, I, I suppose, this is the difference between Newcastle now and under Ashley. Because under Ashley, you would think, well, that, then they're one scored player. Less now because the January transfer window. I, I don't think the man was even aware of it, but um, <laughs> but apparently Newcastle have been linked with Odegaard in January. Now, what a man yeah. to replace him, mate! Eh? Come on, that's Good the Lord. stuff.
3: <laughs> Why? Why does he get these gigs, Odi Gallo
2: Because he's a likeable man, I think, certainly on the yeah, pitch. You know? He's got a lovely smile. He's, he's got, got, got a, a lovely cameo. smile. Loves a cameo. Well, Newcastle face Everton on Thursday, the Rafa Benitez derby, uh, of course. Um, but le- le- let's all just push all this aside. Eddie Howe, the man at the centre of, of, of all this, has says he wants to recreate the attacking verve and swagger that Kevin Keegan's 1990s Newcastle side had. Come
1: on! Oh,
0: he's
3: just playing all the hits now, isn't he?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, is that a bit like it's a bit obvious, isn't it? It is a bit obvious, Jim. But while we're on memory lane, let's uh, let's talk about uh, a man from that time, uh, Tino Aspria. Have yeah. you heard it? <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Tino Aspria, We know that um, some of his post-football, well, even when he was playing football, but post-football activities have been quite questionable and strange. Well, Colombia's Food and Drugs Agency ruled this month that his energy drink, which is simply called Tino, is unfit for consumption. Um, Aspria said, it's a surprise. I need this to be sorted. My image is being damaged. Uh, He does
3: realise his image is built on things that are unfit for (laughs) consumption.
2: Yeah. it's Also, I I don't know if you've seen the details
0: of this, but essentially the, the beverage... Uh, I have a quote here is said to have been in breach of rules, having been promoted as a sexual enhancer. <laughs> now, I think make an energy drink or a sexual enhancer. Do you know what I mean? You don't, you don't, don't, don't be shy about it. You're, you're in your 50s, Tino. There's no need for this like, coy little halfway house, just one or the other trying to sort of mash them together and just hope no one notices.
2: He's just bizarre. It, it, he's it... he's
3: trying to home a Simpson
2: car an <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then he do it. Yeah. And it makes you better makes sex? Why? Why? Why
3: do you keep talking about sex?
2: <laughs> oh, dear. Do you, think he, um, do, you, do you think he was trying to get the, uh, the, the Tino League Cup in Colombia or something? We've got the Carabao Cup here. I mean, yeah, like, it'd a,
3: yeah, something like that. Like, so the so you know the the idea that um you know when they do the press conference mm. that they have the they have like cans of Carabao in yeah. front of the manager and the mm. idea is they're like oh you know he might take a sip from it blah 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 the idea that like a manager does his post match press conference has a little swig of Tito and then fully erect yeah, yeah. and <laughs> just like you know what. The press conference is over. I'm just gonna sit here for a little bit. So yeah. If you all if you all wanna leave, yeah. just, just go away.
2: If you wanna hand uh, me that pillow before uh, you go. Apart if you from all you leave... Apart from you and you <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Tino's more of an exhibitionist than that. I think that'd be I don't think they'd be shy. Be like, standing yeah, be up and knocking over the table. The, exactly, yeah. The, the end of the press conference would be like, and look how effective Tino is. <laughs> I am pitching a tent. <laughs>
2: Knocking all the cans over, as you say. Ah, oh, dear. Well, yes. Uh, so we look forward to Newcastle against Everton. Uh, for for, for... <laughs> That's that game previewed, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It'll be stiff competition. Uh, Manchester United <laughs> play Burnley on, on Thursday as well. Um, now, this is interesting because much was said about Manchester United not having played for a while. Well, Sean Dyche's men haven't played since uh, the 12th of December. So uh, perhaps Manchester United will be less rusty than their opponents. So um, maybe the four-two-two-two 2 2 will uh, hammer. They'll mm. go th- right through that rusty heart of burnley Vish. You're <laughs> looking forward to that one.
3: <laughs> yeah, this will be... Um, I still feel like this will be quite awkward. I think one of the things that Burnley tend to struggle with is, you know, they obviously have a, a method of, of playing that is not necessarily about, you know, engaging other teams in, in that way. More about, like I suppose... Engaging a very specific part of that team, led by Chris Wood, hammering whatever defender he's up against. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder if, if, if the break will will benefit them a bit. I, I'm not entirely sure. I, mean, I suppose we don't really know until we get to a game in terms of the availability of players, given the Omicron situation. But yeah, they've they would see what Newcastle did yesterday and and find ways of, of replicating that. And, and then I think they are. They are capable of doing so, but mm. again, as as it was last <clears> night, individual quality on Manchester United side will probably see them through this. To be honest,
2: they they will. Yeah. Um, uh, did you see, chaps? Uh, you know, obviously we're still in that Christmas glow, aren't we? Um, that uh, a bundle of luxury Christmas hampers turned up at Manchester United's training ground, uh, not that long ago. And it turned out that uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer had sent them to his staff or his former staff, rather. Which uh, that's quite I mean, nice. He's
3: got to he's got to let it go. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it, Vish.
3: But it's it's this is David Brent rocking up with, dog, with isn't a dog with a dog in
0: it, yeah. Phone oh. ahead, Ollie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll still
3: get in. Just and then... stop, please stop. And, and, and like, it, 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 <laughs> please it's stop. A... But <laughs> you, you have to move on. Like, imagine if you kept sending your ex like
2: presents. It's no, just weird. No, no, isn't it? he st- they still might be friends. He can still. <laughs> they I like they it. still might be friends. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? He didn't go. He didn't turn up dressed as Santa. Come on, lads. Let's let's all go off to the mint spine Christmas Carabao. Mass, you know, that's not what he did.
3: Is he one of? Is he? He'll be one, absolutely one of those players that, whenever the Manchester United post something on Instagram stories, he's the first viewer. Yeah, yeah. he's always reacting 100%. to it. He's the first like, likes oh. it,
2: retweets, quote retweet. oh there they are, the lads again. Oh dear! Speaking of uh, former Manchester United strikers, uh, just quickly before we go to a break, back to back wins for Wayne Wayne Rooney's derby beat West Brom one 0 last night. What a Oh, win. the goal! The goal was. Glorious! It <laughs> yeah. was such a cock up. Would you call it a defensive mix-up, Jim? I would call it. I
0: mean, the defender headed the ball onto his goalkeeper's head, who class, headed class. it into the bath of Colin Kazim Richards. I mean,
2: it is just at the it age of like a fever dream, isn't it? Colin Kazim Richards is thirty-five, which I quite like hearing that because you know some players. When you hear uh, something, you hear, like, what, Gabby Agbonlahor still? What, 28 or something? I know he's 28. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? When you yeah. hear that kind of yeah, thing, and it was Colin Callas and Richards, I was like, oh, he's 35, thank goodness. Like, time is the same for everybody, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, good, good back-to-back wins for Derby. Go on, the lads. So, um, excellent stuff for them. Uh, lovely old job. Right, let's have a quick break.
1: Designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com ramble.
3: If I'm trying to get the Arsenal fans on side, there's one name missing from that list.
0: You. Oh, thank you very much. Why don't you buy the club then?
2: welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's time for emails.
3: Peter's jingle had a good run.
0: We
2: loved it once, but that love's gone. You can get in touch, just email, show at footballramble.com.
0: It certainly is time for emails. And Benton Crook has been in <laughs> touch. Benton Crook. Benton. That sounds like, a, it sounds like a spiv.
1: Benton. dad <laughs>
0: <laughs> um You're right, Marcus. You enjoying that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just think he's chasing deers around Richmond Park. Yeah, I, but... yeah we all we will remember. Okay. So right. um... and so you do.
3: <laughs> all right, Jim. Jim got quite angsty about that. was that your dog?
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're actually my deer, um, ah, and well I've never played, seen Sam. them again. <laughs> So Benton says, new listener from Canada here. I'm fairly new to the Premier League and I've been having a hard time choosing a club to pledge my undying support to. It seems like every club is either shit or morally corrupt. I think that's fair. I have a hard time with the idea of picking a club with no real ambition to win trophies, but don't like the idea of picking a club funded by blood money either. I can't pick a club based on their proximity (laughs) to me because I'd need to take a plane to see any of them. So the difference is negligible. Another complication is that championship broadcasts become much more difficult for me to access. So if my club get relegated, I'd essentially just have to sit and wait until they make it back up do i even need a favorite club can i just do a pep and cheer for the beautiful game itself any help is greatly
2: appreciated love the show benton thanks benton different league choose a different team in a different league benton because if you'd want the side that's going to stay up but not be morally corrupt then forget the premier league yeah i
0: mean it's you're looking you're looking at a fun club aren't you it's tempting to to suggest leicester but that feels like you know turning up to the party after it's finished because of the winning <laughs> league that time, um, Brighton or so, Brentford?
3: Again, yeah, no, Brighton and get... Brentford
0: could probably go down. Yes. Uh, realistically, in, in,
2: you know, at some point in the future, couldn't they? I think they? Br- I Brighton might be Brighton. I think is a good punt. I think if yeah. you want to, I think Brighton would be a good punt uh, for Benton. Uh, because I don't think they will go down. And I think at the moment they've, they've quite established that it's that they're currently living their best lives, aren't they? This would be the, 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 the be- yeah. best period you could argue in their history. I know that they've had, you know, little bits and pieces before, but in terms of top flight football and all that sort of stuff. Does so I, th- the, I think um, Brighton might be a good shout. Does the Super League discount any of the so-called Big yes. Six? Yes, it does. V-
0: Villa, maybe? Ooh. Could go Villa. Could, I mean, uh,
2: clubs who are not going to get relegated... And a kind of established, you know, they're there. He's not too worried about the money. I mean, Everton are not going to get relegated, are they? Probably not. You know? Um, I mean, what's the criteria as well? Jim why don't you sell West Ham to him? mind you dildo brothers in charge? no actually that's that's a good shout. I think
0: because West Ham are a fun fun club to watch the, the like very passionate support, good song they blow bubbles about all over the place. I think West Ham is the one likable players as well. I mean what is the criteria for you choosing a club essentially? A lot of people it is they fall in love with a player, isn't it so maybe maybe that's something you should consider and crook. Yeah, well, look, don't look at the Premier love. League
3: table. Look at the Premier League table. Pick the one at the top and be done with it. There That's we are, what I see. did. Yes. That's what you did, so,
2: isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Would you do the same now? Um, well, with Brighton or West Ham, we reckon, Benton. That might. I think. I think there's a couple of good options there, and maybe Everton if you like. Uh, You know, a bit more history and so on, although West Ham fans will now kill me for saying that. Yeah, Um, they won the World Cup. They did win the (laughs) World Cup, my goodness. um, And what a World Cup win it was. Uh, Well, there we are, footballramble.com if you uh, want us to help you find a a team to support. Um, So so there we are. Right, uh, we've got... um, We've got Premier League fixtures uh, scattered throughout this week. One of them is today. It's at three o'clock. It's Palace versus Norwich. Uh, Dean Smith described two games in 48 hours as lunacy. Many managers, uh, of course, coming out criticizing the schedule in light of this current situation. He's absolutely right. Two matches in 48 hours is madness. Would you agree, Jim? Absolutely, I would agree. And there's a
0: strange thing happening. Maybe my memory is bad and this happens every year. But in the sort of kind of middle-aged kind of wheezy pundit, arena it seems to have been quite a controversial thing to criticize playing twice in 48 hours um but hardly anybody
2: does play that quickly it's been it's been well, a long well,
0: time well exactly and that's what seems so weird about this i mean i know like some people defend the winter schedule and and it being really really built up and i think what they what they really are threatened by is the idea that maybe we won't have boxing day football one year but boxing day football and football on the 28th of december are, are two different things that don't mm that certainly don't need to coexist, I think. I, mm. I think. I know the schedule's tight. I know it's difficult, but surely you've got to find a better solution than than, than two games in 48 hours. Well, the, Even in a normal season that's unaffected by COVID, it's it's crazy.
2: Yeah, the 28th is not normally a bank holiday. Obviously, Christmas and Boxing Day are four than on a, a weekend. Uh, so I, 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 I totally agree. Although all the managers sort of complaining about the Christmas schedule in football... That, that often happens, and it's 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 often uh, foreign managers, of course, who come from footballing different footballing cultures and think, "Well, this is ridiculous." and No wonder England usually look tired at international tournaments. There's so much football. Yeah. But Alan Brazil called Jurgen Klopp a numpty for criticising the Christmas football schedule. <laughs> yeah. fish, fish, have you got anything to, to to sort of back Brazil up with, as you often do?
3: Um, what. <laughs> He called him a numpty.
2: I'd love to I'd love to see someone explaining to Jurgen Klopp what that is. Yeah, I'd like someone to explain Can to our new what? our new Canadian listener Benton what Alan Brazil is. Yeah,
3: I mean you'd have to start that conversation with Klopp about a numpty describing Alan Brazil first. <laughs> <laughs> right, so he looks like a hemorrhoid. Oh, I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm with you there. Um <laughs> Klopp's, uh, Klopp's, it's been interesting for Klopp, I, I, without really, um, wanting to digress, but um, yeah, Klopp has come in the fire along a lot, hasn't he? Because he's, he's had a few things to say about a variety of different things that, um, yeah, people are not happy. But, but surely being called a numpty by Alan Brazil. I is, think that um, ends yeah. it, doesn't it? That finishes yeah, the conversation. Yeah, absolutely.
2: It's, it's I, I do
0: think... Th- this this winter schedule obviously is is the most complicated ever purely because of COVID. Because as we say, like Burnley yeah. haven't played since whenever it is in, in 12th sort of midway through December. So mm. I imagine, I, I'm just picturing that Sean Dyche has been walking around in nothing but a shirt that whole time, <laughs> um, just It's not the the cold. It's not cold.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like that, I mean, in on, in theory, that gives that gives Burnley a huge advantage. Wolves would have been in a similar position going into the game with Arsenal tonight had mm. that. Game gone ahead, they wouldn't have played for about ten days, whereas Arsenal would have played two days ago. So it just it just throws a lot of variables into it, which makes things very entertaining. But from a manager's point of view, of course, you don't want that. Yeah, absolutely. It does right. feel
3: it does feel as well that um, a lot more managers are are talking about it. I know you know we mentioned Klopp. He's he said some stuff. There've been other people, um, oh, sorry, other managers who have taken the opportunity to. Yeah, to 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 make similar complaints, it, it feels like one of the few times they are quite united on this. Um, because usually we can attribute it to having, you know, their own motivation and uh, like there. There's always a disparity, isn't there, between the opinion of top six managers and pretty much the rest of the league. Whereas that yeah. seems a bit different this time, and that's why I think it should be heeded. Although it should be said that. That Premier League meeting they had last week about whether these games are going to go ahead, whether it's uh-huh. going to be a circuit breaker or whatever. Obviously, the Premier League came back and said, well, we're, we're cracking on. But bear in mind, the Premier League is made up of the Premier League clubs, So well, it does feel Antonio, like sometimes...
2: Didn't Antonio Conte say that meeting was utterly pointless or something?
3: Yeah, exactly. But but it's almost like if the, the managers can con- complain to the Premier League, but they should also yeah. complain to their, you know, the people above them who have influenced these decisions anyway and have, right, you know, have you influenced mean. those talks. So, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. People are saying things People are. – we're at the stage now where people are just shouting things into the void.
2: Yeah, welcome to the football ramble. Um, <laughs> the, I mean, Norwich, Norwich need a win, uh, a big time, big time. And away to Palace, you'd think, well, you know, the Palace obviously not as good as Arsenal, so they'll think, well, let's pick ourselves up and, and have a go here. But Palace themselves uh, – have uh, been playing all right this season. So, uh, yeah, I, I suspect a home win is on the cards there, but you yeah. never know with the old footballs. Uh, Chelsea are hosting Brighton uh, tomorrow evening. Benton's Brighton, uh, I would argue. And, <laughs> uh, you know, Romelu Lukaku is back. We mentioned this yesterday, of course. And he said on the title race, we are the hunters now. Every game is a final. Challenging the spirit, of course, of Phil Neville yeah um, did that um was anyone else chilled to the bone by that yes we are the hunters now yeah they're being hunted
0: <laughs> uh yeah I mean, you... when when lukaku's in the mood
2: someone is getting embarrassed yes and it feels mm. like this is on the cards for somebody soon uh-huh yeah i mean when, when he was like i said yesterday when he made that run into the box or won the penalty he, just, yeah. he just looked imperious didn't he wonderful thing to watch yeah, absolutely right yeah um but uh, but Brighton are no mugs. I mean, they had a great win over Brentford. Uh, of course, mind you, it was their first in twelve Premier League games. So it was, uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was it was needed. We we didn't mention yesterday uh, Leon Trossard's goal. Uh, Le- Leandro Trossard. Leandro Trossard. Well, well, I call him Leo. We're on those kind of terms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Evil but, prince. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. His goal against Brentford. I mean, it has been one of the goals of the, the festive period. You would say Vish, the Absolutely. ball over the top, and then the, the, the would you call it a deft touch? I would call it all, an audacious lob from outside the box. Well, That's Vish, how I you, it. I, well, I would call it more of a deft touch. I think it was a bit more <laughs> controlled. I, I think anyone, anyone out there, deft touch. I, I think um
3: I didn't, li- yeah. I, I didn't like the goal that much, I've got to be honest. I'll piss off. Oh come on. That's
2: no a, that's because stu- that I is think...
0: stupid. That's bloody no, stupid. stupid. You know what that He's sounds stupid. like. Actually I think the Beatles are quite overrated. <laughs> come on, fish. <laughs>
3: Who gives a shit? who gives a shit about is it Peggy Sue, Mandy May? What's the, the one about the girl? Maggie May. Beth Rigby No, Beth Rigby's a sky sky. Eleanor Rigby. <laughs> <Eleanor Rigg B. laughs>
2: Jenny Lane? Now come on, Vish. What, uh, what, what are what you say? Why didn't you like that lovely goal? What was the matter? Did it not like go in off the bar With, or something? I was just the touch felt... not deft enough for you?
3: <laughs> but but I think it was too close to a touch than a shot. And I think it was, I think he pulled his punch. and I think he he didn't necessarily know where it was going. I think he's getting a bit too much credit for that.
1: So it was, you think it, was, it, was, it, an it was a lovely
3: looking goal. No, I, th- I think, I, I think, I think, I think there was a bit of withdrawal there. I, I think, I think it was a, I think he was a coward's finish.
2: I mean, it was quite effective, <laughs> was it not? Did he not do exactly what he needed to do to score? I, mean, I know, he did.
3: But, there, but there was no extra look, he, he almost dulled what was quite you know quite an audacious bit of skill. I didn't like
2: it. Ah, oh, he is such a knob. It's okay. like
3: it, it felt like evil can on training wheels. I wasn't a
2: fan. All right. Well, he's got a chance to uh, put it right against Chelsea <laughs> What well, does Beth
3: Rigby think about this? Oh, I know. I've no
2: idea. I hate to think. Um but I do know that John Terry is set to return to Chelsea in a part time Academy coaching role. And, and he does know the club there's no doubt about that um he has apparently registered an interested in various vacancies across England's top two divisions uh, but was um it was described that he was politely let down um, i'm surprised by that i personally. am actually as well considering that he's been in in the dugout with um well, at villa for a little while yeah he's obviously got a huge standing in the game look we all know certain things he's sort of said and done and and, and so on but the man was a phenomenal player. And, and as I say, it has been one of the biggest names in English football in the last 15 years.
0: Yeah. And I think as well, he, he has earned his stripes, isn't he? Really? Um, but he, he, I mean, in terms
2: of playing, you no. Would no say I mean, was... I mean
0: in, in terms of his managerial career, he's done his badges. He's, he's been the assistant coach at Villa. He's, he's, you know, um it, it, by all accounts, did a very good job there and was, and, and was popular. So mm-hmm. it seems like this is a natural time for him to go and, go and take um, a head role somewhere, particularly if he's been looking at championship clubs as well. Yeah. But, you know, maybe it's the NFT. Everyone's going like, mm, oh, maybe Jim, maybe Jim, look, dealing G- with this. G-
2: G- I, and, and it is, you know, predictable to hear you once again vouching for, for JT, but he has recently um, joined the Board Ape Yacht Club, which is a collection of 10,000 NFTs, each depicting a different ape. Its <laughs> members include Jimmy Fallon, Steph Curry, and Post Malone. Yes, it's um, yeah as opposed to pre Malone <laughs> exalted company, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, he, he got his wife one on Christmas Day, which is very kind. Yeah. <laughs> it's so,
0: it's so the NFT thing, it's the NFT ape thing in particular. Like, where does this bottom out? You think it's it's going to get as weird as it gets? I and mean, then... it's, so, it's Salt Bay, the like the CEO of this thing. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how can nobody see through this bollocks? It's perhaps just a. It's,
2: Rich people have invented a new way to spend their money, haven't they? Essentially, and haven't they just, Jim? Haven't they just? Um, tonight, it's uh, it's it's a big one. Vish, it's Leicester City versus Liverpool. Um, Leicester, my goodness, they've been they've been strange this season, haven't they? I mean, obviously, we, we spoke about them yesterday being beaten six three by by Manchester City. Uh, Liverpool. Um, they're they're hunting Manchester City as well. Obviously, they're six points behind them. Uh, Van Dijk, Fabinho and Thiago are all going to be back. Uh, What what, what do you think of this one? I mean, you would have thought that uh, with the way Leicester have been defending, Liverpool would pick them off.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, goals. I think Leicester City are in that that space at the moment where they're incredibly entertaining, but must be horrendous to watch as a Leicester fan. Yeah. Because you get excited about everything going forward and then you're, you're chewing your nails off when a team comes at you the other way. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. This, this could be a, a goal fest. This could be, yeah. I'll, fill your whinge bag with, with goals. I say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know what you're saying, but you, I mean, obviously you always want the, to see the best players playing, but Van Dijk and Fabinho being back for me, is like, Oh, that might, that might plug some holes and stop some goals. This is always a brilliant fixture, this, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Because it's, it's, you know, two teams obviously just love attacking football and love scoring goals.
2: And I, I'm delighted that we're going to get it so soon after the League Cup game as well. But um, Yeah, one yeah. more distinctively better at defending at the moment than the other. Um, yeah. But have you seen that Sadio Mane has said he still doesn't know whether he's right or left-footed? D- Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I mean what mean, obviously- you right with? Yeah, <laughs> go off that? He must be. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I'm left-handed uh, writing, Jim, but right-footed. Devastating with right? the left as well. But yeah. Um, but uh, man, I mean, let him take a penalty, and then we'll sort that argument out.
3: So would he take? He presumably take a penalty with both feet. Do you remember? Um, Two-foot the penalty. <laughs> 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 uh, Jim, do you remember when Kazola uh, used to take corners left and right-footed?
2: Yes. Oh, it's incredible what, that perfect what a, little that Outrageous man. skill,
3: yeah!
2: <laughs> oh, what a little beauty!
3: I also remember Obafemi Martins, who was right-footed taking a sorry, was left-footed taking a penalty with his left, missing, and then taking the next one with his right when he played for Newcastle. Mm. <laughs> that felt a bit more like I don't trust myself, rather no. than Mane, who's just brilliantly equipped on both
2: yeah 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 yeah, chaps i'd like to um to use this liverpool chat as a springboard into daniel sturridge if i may yes uh he's been ordered to pay thirty thousand dollars to the man who returned his dog a strange sentence to read out quite frankly uh his his dog was stolen in la in 2019 and he offered a reward for its rescue now i remember this because dogs were being stolen that sadly they are uh that's a reasonably new thing i think and And so he said, "Look, he put a price up and said, whoever finds my dog, I'll I'll, I'll reward them. And a a, a low level rapper called Killer, Killer Fame, sorry, found the dog, um, but claimed that Sturridge hasn't paid him and took Sturridge to court over this. Yeah. What an odd scenario. It is very odd, isn't it? And Sturridge tweeted,
0: just to let you know the truth on Christmas, I met a young boy who found my dog and paid him a reward, which he was delighted with, uh, as was I, to get my dog back because he was stolen. I took photos with him and we had videos and audio of everything that happened when Lucci was returned. So Sturridge is like, clearly there. there is an information gap here, isn't there? There is stuff that's happened that we are unaware of, but it's all,
2: it's all very odd. Yes. I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I sort of... Want to say things, and I thought, no, I better not. Uh, But yeah, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, there we are. Sturridge has been reunited with his dog, which has been a while. 2019, he was stolen, but that's the main thing. So we want owners reunited with their lost dogs. That's good dog news. Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't have (laughs) enough dog news on this show.
3: Well, we had Benton earlier, didn't
2: we? (laughs) True. (laughs) Right. Enough of that, bollocks, everybody. It's time for this.
1: Why game is quite difficult to explain, but you'll
0: get it as soon as you start hearing it
2: it's Marcus's game, everybody yes indeed it is a Tuesday we're doing the game, but we haven't done the game for a while of course uh, and uh, and and we we're, we're not uh, giving you any uh, football ramble pods for the next few days so we thought we'd treat you to a little game a to little the worst festive... version
3: of the shit game <laughs> <laughs> I forgot
0: about um, Yeah,
2: yeahwankavish um well <laughs> Uh you know the rules we're doing managers um and and if they have managed a a, a country then that does count but if they have managed for example uh England under 21s or a B team you know an age cap team uh, that doesn't count okay so 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 full okay. first teams is what we're going on right uh jim you're the champion aren't you Believe so. Yeah, but as Vish has uh, been a dick there, you can go first, Jim. Okay? <laughs> Thanks, mate. It's good to see the integrity of this game is being upheld. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently it's the worst version of it, so I'm, uh, you know, self fulfilling prophecy, aren't I, Vish? Um, right. Uh, this man has managed uh, seven teams in total. Okay. Your friend and mine, you'll find him at a hotel bar. It's Peter Reed. Oh, no. Yeah, doozy. That is a doozy. That's one where. Am I using the word "doozy" correctly there? I might not be. Yeah, I believe so. I think
0: that's okay. like ten years ago. This would have been a lot easier, but now it's <laughs> just essentially like Jim, think, thinking 20 of Twenty years ago, it would have been English a lot English clubs.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. So seven. Uh, Peter Reed. Vicious. Is Googling it. Well, No, he's not uh, <laughs> uh, Oh God! You know what? I'm just going to be bold, and Go I'm going to probably just guess some of these. To be honest. You don't um, have to, Jim. You, you know, you can you can play this the, uh, uh, how you want to. You can be you can be very conservative, of course. You have the opening be bid because Vish was a dickhead. So uh, what are you going to go for? I am going to go f- 4 3. 3. Fish. Yeah. Any advances on 3 for Peter Reed? He's managed seven teams.
3: I, I think I, I I think i could do 4.
2: Oh, that that would be quite monstrous, Jim. If uh, if he can do that, well, uh, Jim, can I well, hear five from you? I'm going to allow him to try and do that. Okay, Vish, I'm quite impressed. You've, you're winning me back over. Uh, four teams that Peter Reid has managed. Then,
3: <laughs> so obviously, I've got to start with Thailand. <laughs> Correct, of course. <laughs> um, Plymouth Argyle, Leeds United.
2: One more, fish. You've done very well so far. Man City? It's 1-0 to Vish. 1-0 ah. to Vish. I'm surprised you didn't say Sunderland, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah that was shit. the uh, other one I was very, very certain about. <laughs> but you didn't need to because you got yeah. them. Who were the others? Uh, yeah, so Man City, Sunderland, Leeds United, Coventry City, Thailand, Plymouth, Argal, Mumbai City. Which I'm amazed you didn't get, but uh, Plymouth Argyle was. I think that was where the club was financially in a lot of trouble, and I think he would put his hand in his own pocket to pay. Yeah, uh, there was like various a chat about him and... s-
3: like selling medals, wasn't it? Or like,
2: yeah, it was quite a regrettable situation. It, yeah. All joking aside, but, uh, but 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 Vish, very impressive there. Well done to you, sir. Yeah, it's annoying that very annoying. <laughs> um, so yes, one nil to uh, the big Vish, uh, and uh, Vish, you're up first. You're, you, it's your serve. Uh, this man um, stopped and watched my uh, Saturday morning side very briefly uh, the other the other week uh, he's uh, 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 well I won't say anything because I don't want to give any clues away but I was about to um, it's Steve Coppel nine teams oh. nine teams Stevie Coppel some say an admin error made sure that he didn't get the England job and it went to Capello instead of Coppel <laughs> That's what, that's what he said. He went, I think they've spelt my name correct incorrectly. <laughs> Which I thought was a great gag, ladies and gentlemen. So nine teams that uh, Stevie Coppell
3: has um,
2: managed. Tricky one. It is mm. a tricky one. Three? Going to go three. I think it's a good bid. Jim, can I hear four from you? No, you can't. I've, I've got mm. three as well, and I'm not sure about one of them. So Okay. Th- Vish, yeah. three teams that uh, Stevie Coppell has managed. Brentford. Reading. That's two. Bristol City. 2 0 to Vish. Yeah! That is very impressive. Very good, Vish. I thought, again, you've missed out the obvious one, which is Crystal Palace. Uh, where he started his career and he, and he was there for, for quite a while and he went back various times to Crystal Palace over right. the years. Right, okay. Doesn't yeah. uh, need the obvious ones. No, exactly. Vish is, Vish is going for top corner every time here. But, <laughs> uh, but Crystal Palace, Manchester City, then he went back to Palace a couple of times, Brentford, Brighton Hove Albion, Reading, Bristol City, weren't there for long. Um, and then Kerala Blasters, uh, obviously out in Asia. And then uh, Jamshedpur, whoever they may be, and ATK uh which uh which uh, we all remember fondly back in 2018 when he took them <laughs> so 2 nil to vish jim this yeah. is this is vintage on the Marcus's game see see this is what vish does he 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 tries to be all heel like and ah i'm reckless and all the rest of it but he's very very well crafted yeah. and calculated precise. Now. very precise indeed but jim <laughs> uh, you have the ball back in your court there's a chance here to 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 get a score on the on the board this man has managed five teams Yep. You spell his name with two R's, it's Gary Monk. Oh, good God. <laughs> shake of the head from Vish there. Could that be a tactic? Is that a mind game? Has he got the capacity to do a mind game? Five teams. You love
3: Gary Monk?
2: Five teams, <laughs> Gary Monk. Gary Monkey. Monkey. Uh... Oh, yeah. He's uh, currently having a vow of silence. Uh, he's not good at job. Very at the moment. good. Very Thank good. you. Um, oh, Again, I feel like I'm missing an obvious one.
0: You know, what? I'm just going to be bold. I'm going to go for three. Three.
2: Yeah. Remember, Jim, you're two nil down. Yeah. No. You know what? Can I? Can I just go for two? Yeah. I'm not like Luke. Yes. If you. What's your final answer? Two is my final answer. Right. You're going to go for two. Okay. Vish. You could you could uh, kick this into touch,
3: Jim. I think you fucked up here because I, I can, I can do three. I
2: think. Oh, oh well.
0: do three then. Do three. Y-
2: yeah. <laughs> go Right then, Vish. Jim, can I hear four? Can I do three?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, so, no, I'm not. Actually, know What? Why not? If he's got, th- I'm going to try and take this away from him. Mind games. Mind yeah, I'll games. Go for four. I'll go for four. Could be a <laughs> mind game. Who cares? Who cares? Right. So go, go, out for out for on go out on your own terms, as uh,
2: Luke always says. I mean, Are I definitely
3: gonna... can't. I definitely can't do four.
2: So. Yeah, neither can I. Vish. <laughs> <You're not gonna laughs> okay, yeah. bold stuff from Jim Campbell. He's on the ropes, but he's going to have a swing. Okay, yeah. then four four teams that uh, that Gary Monk has managed: Leeds United, Swansea City, Millwall. <laughs>
1: Vitushina
2: Hantaraja wins. Oh Vitushina yeah. Hantaraja. He's done it. It's it's 3 0. It's an unassailable lead. It is. Who were um, the other ones? So Middlesbrough. Why
3: had, had Sheffield Wednesday?
2: Sheffield Wednesday, yes, right. that would have been correct. Yeah. That was a correct answer. Middlesbrough and Birmingham City with the other two. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, Birmingham should have stayed in my <coughs> mind, actually. I do remember that. Oh dear! Well, uh, that's a great shame, Jim, because uh, because Vish is now um, the champion, the, the, t- yeah. the belt holder. He'll be insufferable.
1: Uh, uh, well, there's <laughs> no, nothing
2: new there. But we we, we continue. Uh, we we play uh, to see if Jim can get a consolation. And uh, Vish, you're up now. This man has managed seven teams. It is uh, your friend and mine, Terry Venables.
3: Oh, oh. Uh...
2: It's so annoying when you see, uh, you think, I could have named. I think I would get them all, actually. But, you, you know, I have the answers in front of me. Yeah. So that's <laughs> easy for me to say. I'm going to guess three. You're going three. Yeah, I'll go for four. Come on, Jimmy, you can um, you can get this. This is your one, stuff. one I'm not sure about, but why not at this point? Okay. Vichy? Uh yeah. yeah, go on then. Do your four. Okay, four teams. Terry Venables, LTL. That's There's go a clue. On. So, yeah, shouldn't um, have done that. But Barcelona anyway. is the one that you're obviously referring to. <laughs> yeah, but you, Jesus Christ. Obviously, I knew that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, you knew that um, one. Yeah. Um, England, of course. England, yeah. Uh,
2: the, the Tottenham Hotspurs. Yes. And I think Palace. That is correct. That's hey. a, it's, it's a good answer. Uh, Queen's Park Rangers. He had, a, he had a quite a prominent spell at. Australia. Remember, he nearly got them to ah, the Montego World Cup.
3: Ah, yeah.
2: Yep. Fuck Australia. Oh, and uh, Leeds United was his last job, which uh, that was when the, the finances started to become a bit of an issue. Uh, Was there Middlesbrough in there as well? Assistant, so it doesn't count.
3: Ah, so I would have fucked up anyway. Right?
2: Yes, exactly, yeah. Well, um, so, yeah, 3-1, Jim, um, uh, 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 you are to go first. And Vish, you'll be delighted that you've got this wrapped up by the time we got to this man, um, because <laughs> he's managed 20 teams. It's Dick Advocate. <laughs> oh, my God see that's what you want if you're down you want to get to the last guy and see you know if it's a real a real humdinger a doozy and other such words that i'm probably using it correctly 20 teams jimmy yeah can i hear anything yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go for five i think that's nice i think that's Ooh. decent Ooh, says vish come on vitu what you got baby and if I, I Jim wins this point, it does count as three. <laughs> <laughs> that is a joke. What, what did he, he say? Says. Jim, he said five. Can I hear an improvement on five?
3: Yeah, I might. Yeah, fuck it, I'll do six.
0: Oh. Yeah, Love I it. mean, I imagine, Vish, your tactics is going to be similar to mine, which is just do the ones <laughs> you know and
2: then name a load of Dutch teams, right?
3: <laughs> Basically, yeah.
2: Come on, can I can I hear seven from you, Jimmy? Um... Yeah, why not? No, I mean, we no. not? Fish, come on, let's have eight from you. Yeah, fuck it, I'll do eight. Yeah! <laughs> Jim, can I hear nine? Yeah, you can hear nine. <laughs> okay, anyone who gets double figures, this point is worth two. Can I hear no? Fish, can I hear ten from you?
3: Yeah, fuck it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this has to stop somewhere. All, All right. right, Jim. Jim no, go you want... on, go on, Fish. I want yeah. ten. I want the three, ten. Three two's better than four one, isn't it? All right. If you get <laughs> it. 10 teams that Dick <laughs> Advocat has managed. Um, and you have to bear with me here. Right, Vish.
3: Fucking hell. Um, be-
2: make sure you get at least the first few right. Make sure yeah. you
3: know. <laughs> right. So Rangers.
2: Mm hmm. Netherlands. <laughs> That's two. PSV. There's the third. Seven to go. <laughs> AZ (laughs) Alkmaar. Yep. Four. Go on.
3: Feyenoord. Oh, I forgot which ones I've said. Fucking hell.
2: So what what have you done? Five? Yeah, five.
3: No, so uh, let me... Can I read them out again?
2: Yeah, yeah, go on then. Yeah, yeah. We all need to work together on this.
3: Rangers, (sighs) Netherlands. Yep. Yep. PSV. Yep. AZ Alkmaar. Yes. So Yeah, so
2: you've got five. You need five more.
3: Sunderland.
2: Yep. Well Valley. done, well played. Yep, six.
3: South Korea.
2: Well played again, sir. Seven. Oh, this is amazing, Kavish. You could do
3: it. Russia.
2: Oh, eight. This is great stuff.
3: <laughs> and he managed in Russia, didn't he? So I'm gonna say Zenit.
2: Oh, nine. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this. This is. If you can get this, this is this could
0: be one of the best efforts we've seen on this. This is the goal of the season contender, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah big John,
3: come on! And I and I only and I know this one is correct because he featured in articles about them, um, like or, like yeah, I suppose just like about football in the region. Give us the answer, baby. Yeah, you're just doing kick ups on the line before putting it in here,
2: aren't you? UAE. You say UAE. It is correct. <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> that is absolutely phenomenal from Vitusha to Hans Aras, you see that he's gone from dickhead <laughs> to lesser dickhead he is a hero of Marcus's game you Brilliant. see that Vish well played sir that was what a way to, to take to the have belt have a good time and to so other teams he managed let's get this done uh Harlem SVV Dortrecht uh, Netherlands PSV Rangers Netherlands again Borussia Mönchengladbach uh, United Arab Emirates you said South Korea Zenit Petersburg Belgium for a short spell oh wow uh, yeah I didn't know that AZ Russia back to PSV back to AZ Serbia for a very short stint uh, Sunderland Fenerbahce uh, Netherlands Sparta Rotterdam Utrecht and of course Iraq which I thought one maybe yes. might have said. So really, you should have had eleven there, Vish. So it ends in a touch of disappointment, but you win for one. <laughs> uh, well played, very well played indeed. Very very good. What a great way to finish uh, today's poll. I think you'll agree, everybody. Marvelous stuff from Vish. Um, and uh, commiserations to Jim. Well, you know, I, uh,
0: you can't compete with that. No, even though <laughs> the game is to literally do so. <laughs> you tried.
3: I think and it's one of those. It was one of those where I definitely couldn't have done that in the studio.
2: Ah, yes, we are. Without Googling it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dearie me. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's Football Ramble. As I said earlier, we've got a few days off, so we'll be back to full schedule next week. But it's been an absolute pleasure having you with us today. Thank you very much, Jimmy. You're you're very welcome. Thank you, Vishy. Oh, it's good to be the king. Yes, (laughs) I'm sure it is. After my evening,
3: after my evening last night, after United's disappointment, England losing the Ashes, I needed this. You did. You bloody needed. So thank you.
2: But of course, now everyone else is the hunter, and you are the hunted. Well, I'm going to hibernate then. (laughs) Damn it all! Well, there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. Of course, have a marvelous week, and we'll see you next week. Hora love.